Where bullfrogs and lizards come along and see Where bullfrogs and lizards will swim or climb a tree Where bullfrogs and lizards, there's so much to explore Where bullfrogs and lizards, come with us, there's more More fossicking Things went on being very hard for both families and the two dads could only spare odd days now and again at the old goldfield, as many jobs claimed their time at home. One wet day at the bullfrogs, Dad got out the old book that Betty had spoken about and read again the tales of marvellous finds of gold, but also of people who worked very hard and got nothing. The rain was stopping, and he knew he must get busy outside, and he started to close the book. But then he turned quickly through the pages to the end, where he noticed some writing on the blank pages at the back. It was written in very faint pencil and was certainly in his dad's writing. He took it to the window but saw that it would be hard to read. So he closed it up and put it away and was busy around the farm for the rest of the day. After the evening meal, when they were sitting for a while by the fire, Bill and Betty complained of having nothing to do and Dad suddenly said, I've got a new game for you. What's its name? asked Bill. I don't quite know, said Dad, but you might call it deciphering. What does that mean? asked Betty. Is it something to do with siphoning water? No, said Bill. I think it has to do with secret codes. You're quite close, said Dad. In this case, it will mean reading some hard writing. And he brought out the old book shifted the lamp nearer and opened up the back pages. Just a minute, said Mum. How am I supposed to read my book if you have all the light on your side of the table? That problem was solved by bringing a second lamp and then everyone set to work. Betty had a piece of paper and a pencil and Dad and Bill read out the words as they could understand them and Betty wrote them out clearly with many blank places for words they couldn't make out at all. By the time they got to the end, there were still lots of blank places, but they could understand that Grandad had been at a gold digging somewhere in their district and that he thought there was a place worth going back to look at again. For the next few days, Bill and Betty were not short of a game and Dad was very pleased whenever they could tell him they had filled up some blank places on the paper. At last, there were only a few words missing and it seemed that the place was near the northeast corner of the diggings where no one had bothered to dig. The first question was whether it was the place they'd already found, and if it was, there was also the question of whether anyone had gone back later and found gold there. How could they find out? And they didn't know who to ask. Then Betty said, Dad, didn't you tell us about an old friend of Grandad's who used to come to see you when you were a boy? Old Bill Smith, said Dad. He was younger than Grandad, but he'd be a very old man now. I'll try to find out. The next day, he asked at the post office if they knew anyone named Bill Smith. Several, said the postmaster. It's quite a common name. Is he old or is he young? Quite old, said Dad. Well, it might be old Mr Smith at the Nine Mile. He lives in a little place there. I'd try him. So the next Saturday, Dad and the children drove off to look for him. There seemed to be very little at Nine Mile but bush, and no one around to ask. But Dad drove around a bit 
and they found a neat little house in a fenced area with fruit trees and a garden and went in to ask. A white-haired old man came out and smiled at them and Dad asked if he was Mr Bill Smith and explained that he was Jim Bullfrog. Not Bill Bullfrog's son? Yes. Well, well, said Mr Smith. How very nice to see you. And Betty and another Bill come right inside. He explained that by having a miner's licence, he had a miner's right to build his house and have a piece of government ground to use. The children were able to look around while the men talked. They met the goat and the dog and the cat and saw the nice garden. Mr Smith told Dad he was fairly sure that Grandad Bullfrog had only been at one goldfield and thought it ought to be the place they had found. Then they were given a box of nice apples right off the tree to take home. The two dads had some very serious talks and went out often to try to find Grandad Bullfrog's likely place, but didn't seem to be getting any nearer to finding gold. Then Dad Lizard said, Look, we're getting nowhere. We must bring the children into this. They're keen and smart, and four extra pairs of eyes might find something. So the children were each given a copy of the message from the back of the old book to think about, and told that they were being taken out on a Saturday for a last serious try to find gold. If it failed, they wouldn't try anymore. Each of the children learnt the message by heart, and Larry hunted till he found a cheap compass he was given last Christmas, and practised using it to point to the northeast. It wobbled so much in its case that it was hard to know exactly where it did point. Saturday was hot, and it was easy to get up early, and the day was still young when they got to the old diggings. Dad Lizard said the northeast was in the direction where he was pointing, whatever Larry's compass showed. So Larry put it in his pocket. And he and Bill set off in that direction together. The two dads went a little to one side of them, and the two girls on the other side. They were warned not to go too far away, but to watch everything about the ground as they went and as they returned. And, said Dad Bullfrog, watching the ground means not stepping on snakes, so look out. The girls had only gone a very short way when Betty stopped, looked around and frowned. Lucy watched and said, I wonder if you're thinking what I'm thinking. Perhaps, said Betty. This is just beyond the northeast corner, isn't it? There are old workings, and here's where our dads have been trying out a new piece. Lucy nodded in agreement and said, let's just look very carefully round here. They couldn't see much, except some tools and a small hole at one side, and a large rabbit hole right in the middle. They got the small crowbar and the mattock and began making the rabbit hole bigger. It was hard work, but gradually they enlarged what the rabbits had begun. And when they were down about two feet, a big piece of earth broke off from the side and filled the hole, and they had to shovel it all out. Lucy suddenly said, Look! Look! And Betty looked. There at the edge of the rabbit hole, just as it went down deeper, at a place where the rabbits had brushed by, was a white rock with a large, smooth, yellow patch in it that had a lovely, soft shine in the shadow of their hats as they stooped down to look more closely. When their brothers and dads came back, very hot and tired, and rather disappointed, they found two dirty but excited girls trying to free quite a large stone from the hard earth that surrounded it. 
When their dad saw the big yellow patch, they soon finished the job the girls had begun. And very nice it looked. A big white quartz rock with big pieces of gold embedded in it. They were almost too excited to eat their lunch. And then they all got busy digging and got some more smaller stones, each with their lumps of gold, before they went rejoicing home. In the next few weeks, more gold was found, before the dads felt that that was it. In fact, the ground around the rabbit burrow was dug up so much, the rabbits felt obliged to go and find another home. The gold was sold for quite a lot of money, and all the debts were paid, and there was money in the bank for both families. They had a special party, and Dad Lizard made a speech to thank the children for all they had done, and said there would have been no gold without them. Then Dad Bullfrog stood up and took four nice little boxes out of his pockets and passed one to each of them. When they opened them up, they found inside, gleaming on a nice piece of dark velvet, a tiny nugget of gold of their very own finding. Keep them all, said Dad Bullfrog. And when you tell your children the story, this will help to prove it. <laughs> 